You're listening to the Casting for Fun podcast, the show that talks about entertainment, sports, music, and inspirational stories for all to enjoy. We're glad you could join us today. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Now, here is your host, Albert Pineda. This is the Casting for Fun podcast. I am your host, Albert Pineda, and this week's episode is for Wednesday, September 27, 2023, uh, the 90th episode of the show. Uh, for this week, my my good my good buddy, <laughs> good buddy, that's funny. Uh, my younger brother Danny uh, will be joining me for the first time on the show. I really should have had Danny on much sooner on on the podcast, but it's it's always great to catch up with family. And uh, Danny and I grew up really really close because we were such close proximity and age. Uh, and throughout our lives, we've had so much in common. So it's been really really cool to uh, discuss many topics with Danny. Uh, our love for the TV show It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We talk about some football talk. Uh, Danny's a huge fan of the Philadelphia Eagles. We talk about our love of video games. Uh, we celebrate the the 10th anniversary of the TV show the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which was first released on September 24th. Uh, 2013 a uh, very underrated show i think it is actually a really fun entertaining show if you love uh, uh marvel comics love the the mcu the marvel cinematic universe i think you'll enjoy the show uh it kind of got like i guess not such a good rep when it was initially airing on tv but again i think it's actually much better than it was given credit for so we get to talk about our, our love of that show other shows and movies and entertainment that we've been enjoying uh recently we also discuss uh the google pixel 7 which i just picked up uh which uh you know i, I love having getting the opportunity to talk tech stuff i don't really talk tech enough on my show uh admittedly my knowledge isn't the greatest but uh, i think it's very informative and cool and awesome and fun to talk about tech stuff uh don't be like me though i mean the google pixel 8 is coming out a week from today so (laughs) maybe i should have waited uh, to get that one instead. But uh, I believe Google is actually doing an actual event too. So that'd be kind of fun to cover that. So I, I might consider that for a future episode. But anyways, yeah, my conversation with Danny is always fun. And it's great to just talk about the things that we love. Uh, okay, so here we go. This is uh, Danny Pineda joining me on the Casting for Fun podcast. So joining me tonight on the show is my younger brother, Danny. Danny, how are you doing tonight? Good, how are you? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for joining me, and sorry it's taking so long to uh, invite you to the show. <laughs> no worries. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's it's fun to do these podcasts, and I always love the, these kind of like random conversation ones. It kind of reminds me of uh, conversations I've had with Nick, and then our other friend, Sean Lovano, where there's just so much... Uh, things, so many things that we share in common that we can just really just talk about anything and just hit record. And I think it'd be entertaining for us, obviously, but entertaining for some of our friends and family too. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, very cool. So let's go ahead and jump into some uh, talking points, things that are going on that of interest to us. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be really cool and fun. So you being a hardcore Eagles fan, your NFL season's uh, kicking. It's it's all worried about start week three of the season. Uh, and your team are are the Eagles. So how are the Eagles looking thus far to you as a fan? Uh, they're they're doing good. I mean, they're it's it's kind of different these days. Uh, they're, there's not much of a preseason, so they come in and start playing pretty rusty in the first couple of weeks. Uh, today, uh, we're recording this right after Monday Night Football. Uh, they won. 
they won pretty good, um, pretty handily against a pretty good team. So they're looking, they're looking pretty good right now. I like it. Oh, okay, good. Good to hear that. You know, earlier before the season started, ESPN had actually predicted that the Eagles were going to be going back to the Super Bowl, but that uh, they'd be facing Baltimore and that the Ravens would win, though. <laughs> but, I mean, you never know what these pro- uh, projections from ESPN. But uh, but so far, I guess the Eagles are looking pretty good, right? Yeah, looking pretty good. Um, we got a pretty favorable ske- schedule coming up. I mean, some of the more tougher teams, um, like the 49ers, we're going to get them at home, so probably get tiebreaker against them. Um, so it's, we have a, we have a good shot at going back. So it was heartbreaking last season. It will be exciting to get back and see what we can do. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And then actually what I wanted to ask you was about the, the Kelsey brothers. So it's, it's pretty interesting and cool that, you know, with last year's Super Bowl was the first time ever in NFL history that two brothers were facing against each other in the, the Super Bowl. And I don't know if you've been watching the, the documentary on uh, Amazon Prime. They did a, a documentary on the Kelsey brothers focusing on uh, oh, why am I trying yeah, thank you. Yeah, the brother who plays for the Eagles, uh, but also Travis is mentioned as well. So, have you been watching that documentary at all? Or are you familiar with? No, I, I know about it just because um, I know he was doing a documentary. He, was, he thought it might have been his last season, so he he wanted to document it, but he ended up coming back this year, and so I just kind of gotten around to watching it. I, I mean, I will, and I, and I want to, but yeah, he's a he's a really good guy. Uh, seen some of his interviews, and seems like he's a it'd be a fun watch to see that. Mm-hmm. And it turns out the two brothers, they host a podcast together, which is pretty cool. The the New Heights is the name of it. So I might have to try and check it out, but there's already so many podcasts I do listen to. So it's kind of hard to catch up on everything. (laughs) And uh, Travis is not my favorite um, person player. I think he talks trash too much, but... Okay, and I, I don't want to name names, but I mean, this past weekend, there was rumors going around that he's supposedly dating a certain someone who I don't like. So let's just kind of leave it at that. Well, <laughs> alleged Eagles fan. <laughs> uh, so we squashed our beef. So she's allowed in my house now. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, very fun. Very cool. So how was how it again exactly that you chose the Eagles? Uh, I'm assuming it, it was probably from your love of the show, If It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. But it's always just fascinating to me that so many people, like, uh, throughout the country because football is so popular like they'll pick an nfl team and it turns out maybe they do have ties to that particular city or that team or there's a specific player so in your case danny what what was it that drew you to the eagles well it was actually before the show came out um oh, interesting. i was actually a fan of uh their quarterback donovan McNabb. oh okay uh, so uh he the the first year that they made the playoffs under him like when he was the full-time starter for the full year uh he he was just awesome. He, he led the team in rushing. He was a decent passer, and um, and he they did they did pretty well in the playoffs that year. And I was I just decided, you know what, I'm gonna be a, an Eagles fan just because I like this guy. No, I okay. Oh, very cool, very cool. So I guess the show would just be icing on the cake thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, very cool. So so actually, uh, you know going to Philly now. So uh, just random topic that I wanted to bring up and segue into it. It's always sunny in Philadelphia is always fun. So with social media, I'm always like getting uh, reels of like, you know, uh, clips people post about it's always sunny, which is always funny to me. It's always great just to see that. And then on a, a random uh, Philadelphia site, 
or fan, fan uh, Instagram site for the show, they they did a poll and they picked like the top five uh, favorite fan favorite episodes as voted by the fans. So I wanted to run it by you just to see if you think of what do you think of this list? If you have favorite episodes of the show that you wanted to bring up, uh, I really should talk about It's Always Sunny more often. Like I'll probably have Nick on sometimes to talk about the show, but <laughs> and Tyler as well, because Tyler really enjoys it. But uh, do you have any wagers or guesses as to what the fans would theoretically pick as the, the best episode of the whole show? My guess, um, probably the Nightman Cometh. That is number one. Yeah, very cool on the list. <laughs> so I'll go ahead and run down uh, number five to one just so you can see. Right. You can just compare the list and then episodes you would throw in as well. Uh, number five that they picked was uh, The Gang Buys a Boat. Okay. Uh, number four, the, the Gang Goes to Jersey Shore. That's a good one. Uh, number three, uh, Mac and Dennis Move to the Suburbs. Okay. Uh, number two, Charlie Work. And then number one is The Nightman Cometh. All right, that's a pretty decent list. It's only one, probably my top ten, is on it. Oh, really? Oh, <laughs> oh okay. So I, I, you don't have to go over your whole top ten, but what what's some memorable episodes that you would throw? Um, in? well, my all time favorite is the one uh, where uh, Mac and Charlie faked their death. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's got my favorite one liner in the whole series, but I probably can't repeat it on your podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, just the fact that. <laughs> that Charlie and uh, Mac are just idiots and trying to fake their death and they can't blow up the car. <laughs> it's, it's just good times. Um, also, uh, another one of my favorites, this is like just a personal favorite just because uh, like around this time when the show was going, like my friends and I were really into the steroid scandals in baseball. So the one that they do steroids with uh, D and Charlie do steroids, uh, it's called, it's called uh, $100 Baby. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Our baby. Um, so yeah, that, that one's like always one of my favorites just because it reminds me of that time. Oh, very cool. Awesome. Awesome. Good choices for sure. Uh, one that I always just go back to, and I think it's just really, really funny is uh, the gang cracks the Liberty Bell. Oh, yeah. uh, so just uh, the, the the whole scene where where uh, Mac and Dennis are trying to be British noblemen and, and Dennis is trying to educate Mac. <laughs> they yeah. put on the whole makeup and outfits and everything. Yeah. Uh, Flourish the pinky. Yes. The <laughs> That's so funny to me. Man. I don't know if you watch the show. It's always oh, I'm sorry. No, always, it's uh, Welcome to Wrexham the, about the yeah. documentary on the soccer team that uh, Rob McKellany bought with Ryan Reynolds. No, I haven't seen that. Okay, they just did an episode because they're in their second season now. So just segueing just a little bit. Uh, they did an episode where uh, uh, Rob and uh, and Ryan Reynolds are going to meet uh, like British royalty. And they're actually you know trying to learn like etiquette and things like that <laughs> and that nature. And I'm thinking, you know what, Mac, you've already done that. You did an episode of It's Always Sunny with Dennis. You should be an expert at this by now. But yeah. So that whole concept was just funny and it reminded me of that. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it'd be cool to, to actually put together, you know, a whole list of favorite episodes. Another one that kind of sticks out to me for It's Always Sunny is uh, The Gang Gets tank, Taken Hostage. Oh, uh, yeah. They well, have interactions just, with the McPoyles. I think. Yeah. <laughs> the McPoyles were so good. And then the the, the Halloween episode of uh, 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 Who Got who, Depregnant. Yeah, who Got Depregnant, yeah. So, I mean, there's so many, but I mean, those are just kind of off the top of my head thinking of uh, episodes that I really, really enjoy from the show. Yeah, and then uh, no, of course the my favorite moment of all time is uh, the wild card. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> very yeah, awesome. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else about it's always funny in Philadelphia you wanted to bring up? Uh, 
Uh, I can't think of anything other than if you wanted to ever do a best of list, I'd be down for that. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, uh touch base with Nick and uh, work something outside. I think it'd be pretty, pretty cool. Uh, did you have any talking points you wanted to bring up? I didn't want to dominate the whole conversation because I have a list of other things I wanted to bring up with. Oh, you. yeah, no, no worries. But uh, I did see that you uh, you just got a Google Pixel phone, so I want to ask you uh, how you're liking that. Oh, that's actually one of the talking points I wanted to bring up. Yeah, so uh, you know what? It's kind of interesting. I, I wish I had waited a little bit more because the Pixel 8 is about to release next month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I just waited a little bit more, I probably could have gotten that one instead. But now nah, I'm really enjoying the Pixel 7. Um, for, for those who don't know, I previously had the, the, the Samsung Galaxy Flip 3. Um, a buddy of mine showed it to me, you know, a little over two years ago, and I, I thought it was really cool. So I wanted to get it, but I've had problems with that phone. Like uh, T-Mobile, who's my carrier, they told us that if you fold it uh, so many times that eventually you're going to get a crease in like the, the screen protector and that T-Mobile wouldn't replace it. You'd have to go to a Samsung store. And I figured, oh, okay, yeah, they, they warned me ahead of time. So it be, should be easy enough. But getting an appointment with the Samsung store and even finding one was such a hassle. So I've been using like this phone that has a nasty crease on it for so long. And then I had other issues with it where like one of the, uh, I don't know what you call that, but like there was like a, a thin pink line that went down the middle of it. I think because some of like the pixels were going out on the phone. So I had to have that replaced and they could. And then I also had issues where if you shut the phone, it would actually turn off. So I, I, both times I was able to take it to T-Mobile and get that fixed, but overall the, the, the flip kind of gave me problems. So I wasn't really too happy with it. Uh, for anybody listening, if you, if you do have the flip or the fold from uh, Samsung and you enjoy it, please let me know or what your experience has been with that phone. But regardless though, so the phone that I really wanted to try was the Pixel and the Pixel has been great. I, I love the camera feature on it. I love using the magic eraser. In fact, I posted a picture on uh, social media a few weeks ago of uh, one of Avery's soccer games. So I was able to erase some of the girls on the opposing team. So it's, it's a really great phone, ba basic for what I need. And the camera works really good. So that's what I really enjoy about the Pixel. That's awesome. Yeah, I had the the first one in four. Uh, my four died on me twice. Like it wouldn't turn on at all anymore. Oh, really? Oh. Uh, after the second one, I it was time for a new phone anyways. So I ended up getting a, a Galaxy and I did not like it. I, st I still have that phone. I have like another year and a half before it's paid off, but I'm itching to get back into the Pixel. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm really happy. This is the first time I ever used a Google phone. So my very first smartphone ever was the, the Evo from HTC. And then after that, I've just been constantly buying a Galaxy, so Samsung phones. Uh, and yeah. then obviously getting the Flip, which is also a Samsung phone. So this is the first time in... Uh, a little over 10 years that I'm using something that's not a Samsung and yeah, I'm really enjoying it. So uh, when the time comes two years from now to buy the next pixel and it seems like they release new phones pretty frequently, right? Yeah. Well, so, so I guess I'd be, I'd be getting pixel nine when, when it's time for me to get a new phone. Yeah. If I time I'll it probably. right this time, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get the nine too when it comes out. I yeah. just actually uh, got the pixel tablet uh, for father's day. Um, oh, cool. Been using that. It's pretty, it's, Good. I like it, but I'm not using some of like the Google home features. So oh, okay. I'm not like, using it to its full potential, but uh, probably try to get that. But yeah, I'm enjoying having it. Oh, okay, cool. You know, there's a couple of little things I noticed about the, the, the pixel that are pretty cool. Like in your contacts list, if you have the address of certain people, like for instance, uh, I was going to call mom the other day and I have mom, mom's home address. And then actually it was giving me information about the you know, weather and everything in Arizona right now, particularly in her part of town. 
which I thought was yeah. kind of cool and interesting. I'd never noticed that before. Yeah, I, I don't think that has it on the Samsung. I, I haven't seen anything like that. Okay, yeah, so there's lots of little things like that which make the, the, the Pixel pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think, what was another feature that I really liked? Um, uh, I, I like how the, the apps are displayed, like on, on the Samsung yeah. phones, like all the apps are just kind of random. Like I guess it was kind of more on the order in which you actually downloaded it, but now it's actually alphabetical. So it makes it easier for me to find apps, which I enjoy. Um, I, of course, know that there's the wireless charging. I don't know why Samsung doesn't have that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one thing I would say about the Pixel that it didn't come with uh, the wall charger. So it came with the cable, yeah, and the, the cable was uh, both ends were were uh, C ends, so it didn't make okay. any sense. I, I one of the ends should have been USB. I didn't understand that, so I had to buy a separate cable through Amazon, but I got it to me pretty quick because we have a Prime with Allison. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, overall, I, I do highly recommend the Pixel phone. It's really really cool, and for those who are looking to buy, uh, hold off just a few weeks and you get the Pixel Eight instead. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, I don't know if they because when, when I said I had two fours. Uh, one of my fours had the uh, the touchless uh, wave. You can like next to song, like skip to the next song. Can you still do that on the seven? Oh, you know, I, I haven't noticed. I have to look into that. Uh, so I, I do I do subscribe to uh, YouTube Music. So I, it's probably the preferred uh, music streaming app because it's a uh, Google own. So I have yeah. to look into that. See if I can do that. Yeah, I really liked like that where you can just hold your hand in front of the phone and then just wave it and then it skip to the next song. That was always a cool feature. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to look into that, see if I can do that. Yeah, that's something cool worth, worth trying out. Uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I wanted to jump into uh, video games. I don't know. I mean, before, back in the day, we would constantly talk about games and we would do online gaming as well. I kind of miss those days, but at the same time, I just don't really have time anymore. And I had to wait till the kids are in bed. So like right now would be the time I could play. <laughs> but uh, so I wanted to ask you, are there any games that you've been enjoying recently in the past couple of years? Yeah, um, so just this year, there's been a lot of games that have come out. Um, I'm currently playing a game called Starfield. Um, it's just a big open galaxy RPG where you're just going around and different planets and exploring. It's, it's a lot of fun. Um, okay, is that for uh, the, the Xbox Series yeah. S? Or, okay. Yeah, so it, it just came out earlier this month. Uh, I know I've seen I've seen Brett play that a lot. Oh, okay. My team online. Um, yeah, you just... It, you just go around people just helping people or, or being a pirate, whatever you want to do. It's, and uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of stuff on social media about it. Just a lot of the fun things that you can do. Like you can also build your own ship. So I've seen a lot of like the ships that people have built and a lot of creative stuff. Like people will make like the X wings or the Millennium Falcon, stuff like that. Oh, okay, um, cool. Who's the developer of this game? Uh, it's Bethesda. So it's the same people that did oh. this, the other squirrels. Yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Cool. So it's like it's kind of like the Elder Scrolls, but in space. Oh, okay. Sold. That's a, that's a cool concept. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. Uh, and then there, there was a Zelda game this year. Um, spent a lot of hours on that as well. Oh, that's right. The Tears of the Kingdom, right? Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. Uh, it was a. Uh, I know a lot of people say it, they they loved it and it was all over social media, but I think it was a little disappointing for me. Oh, really? Huh. Yeah. Uh, just because. All right. So you had uh, Breath of the Wild that came out like five, six years ago. Yeah. And they reinvented like the Zelda formula and made it open world and you can just go out. You have the, this big role you can go and do whatever you want. Uh, so what they did with the sequel is that they they took it and uh, they used the same world. So I was okay with that when they announced that. 
and I thought there was going to be like they were going to change like a lot, but they just didn't change enough of the, the world for me to make it interesting. Mm-hmm. And instead of what they did is they added an underground and a sky. So it's the triple the size of the map of Breath of the Wild, but it just was not filled with very interesting things for me to do. I know oh, a lot of people okay. love that, but I just not find that interesting at all. So it ended up just being a kind of a chore to play through for me. Oh, I see. Okay. It, I mean, it's a good game, but it just wasn't as wow. It didn't have the wow factor. That was oh, okay. So would Tears of the Kingdom like almost like literally be like a direct, exact direct sequel to uh, Breath of the Wild? Yeah, it takes six, about six years after. Um, plays pretty much the same. They did add a couple of like different abilities you can do. So like one of the things you'll see on social media a lot is the, all the, the different things that people would build. Oh, you can okay. attach anything to anything. Uh-huh. But they they would build like these big robots or these cool like machines, like trying to make the Batmobile or something like that. Oh, okay. And those were still really interesting, but I found it was really hard to build stuff like that just because you can attach things to it at any point. So when and if you were off by like a centimeter, like the physics would just be all wonky and it wouldn't work right and it wouldn't move the way you wanted to. Oh, okay. Very cool. Very cool. So I, I, I want to give it a try for sure, but I mean, first I didn't even have to get a Nintendo Switch. But uh, but Mo- I'm sorry, Monica. <laughs> Avery's actually uh, enjoying some of the games. We had friends bring over their Switch and she played Mario Party and absolutely loved it. Oh, yeah. Cammy plays Mario Party at her camp, so she always wants to come home. I want to play Mario Party. And then uh, Mario Kart, they played at her camp at Sioux as well over the oh. summer, so she was playing that. Oh, okay. Like, I ended up getting her own controller. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Is that, any other games that you recommend right now? Um, you know, I just see a, I just like with because uh, I just had a birthday and uh, Monica gave me some, um, a gift card for to buy some Switch games, and I just saw that there was an Act Razor remake. Oh, cool! Uh, I bought it. I just haven't had a chance to play it yet, so that's something I want to check out as well. Oh, okay. So it's an actual like port of a remake, or is it like a yeah? So it's got updated graphics, and I think like it's sort of like the city builder part. Like it's more of a tower defense. Oh, okay. So I think that's like one of the main differences. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. That's as we were checking out too, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get a chance to play the the Spider Man game on PlayStation Four? No, I, I I never got a PlayStation Four, oh, so okay. I never got a chance to play Uncharted Four or Spider Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, for, for me, I was late to the party because I was able to, uh, the whole family, myself, Allison, Avery. And at the time, uh, when Callie was staying with us, we got selected to be part of this, uh, 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 gift drive that uh, people were doing to help honor families. And they really want to honor us for, for being foster family. Uh, so they gave us like, you know, huge Christmas, uh, like wish thing, which was really, really cool. So I got a PlayStation four out of that and I got to try, you know, get back into the gaming. You know, I, I played uncharted four. That was an absolute blast. I loved it. Uh, and the Spider-Man four for PlayStation four is really, really cool too. So those would be the games that I would recommend, but I mean, both of them are kind of older, especially uncharted four. So <laughs> it's, it's kind of like, yeah, what, what are you talking about? Albert? You, those games have been out for a while, but for, for me, they were, they were brand new when I was playing them. So. Yeah, I haven't played them, and I, I know you know you know I love Uncharted. Yeah, I even went out to visit you just to see the movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's one of, one of my favorite franchises, and I really would love to play it. Just to say here it is so good. 
Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then uh, that being said, do you have your list of like your all time favorite games that you would pick? Um, all time favorite games. I know my my all time favorite is uh, Zelda: a Link to the Past, one for Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I can play that every year. Uh, same with Super Metroid for Super Nintendo. I can play that every year, and Super Mario World. I can play that every year. Um, a lot of the N sixty four stuff that I, I was growing up on, I, I can't play anymore. <laughs> they haven't aged that well. Oh, <laughs> I find like the controls to be just just really hard to get back into. Um, so we have to skip back to and get into uh, uh, PlayStation 2, GameCube, Xbox. Uh, so Halo, I still like. Mm-hmm. Um, I got into, well, I played uh, Gears of War 5. I really liked that one. That's, I guess that's the closest thing they had to Uncharted on Xbox. Um, that was a fun. That was fun to play. Um, and then, of course, you know, Breath of the Wild. I, I put a ton of hours into that. Mm-hmm. How about you? Oh, very cool. Yeah, so it was a good, good list of games there. Yeah, I probably would still to this day pick Uncharted Two among these as my all-time favorite game. Uh, oh, and closely yeah, behind perfect. that, I probably would pick Mass Effect Two. The, the Mass Effect series, I just played constantly over and over again. Even the first one, uh, of course, with the, the Legendary Edition, I think it fixed a lot of the problems with uh, the first one. So that was uh, actually worth re- re- going back to replay. Uh, the Mass Effect 3, I think, is great as well. Uh, and then Orc Arena at Time is still just one of my all-time favorite games ever. But uh, but like you, I think sometimes I can go back and play those classic uh, Nintendo, I'm sorry, Super Nintendo games and just uh, absolutely love them. Like, uh, they were so simple in their design, but so brilliant, like Donkey Kong Country. I just play that over and over again, never get yeah. bored. Uh, yeah, and then Super Mario World and, uh, of course, Link to the Past, which, again, is interesting, even with all the 3Ds, all the games, that's still considered among, like, the best Zelda games of all time, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, did you have any other talking points you want to bring up right now? Uh, maybe later. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so I wanted to jump into uh, actually something. I, I didn't even realize this. It actually happened uh, yesterday. Yesterday was the 10th anniversary of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So I wanted to just bring up that because, again, we, we love watching TV shows like that. I can't remember if you were a big fan of the show when it was originally airing on TV. Yes. Yeah, we watched okay. it every week. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So, so Allison and I did, too. I introduced her to the show during season two. And then we went back and rewatched season one on DVD. And then after that, I think shortly after that, we converted strictly to streaming only. So, <laughs> but, but yeah, it was really, really cool just to recognize that, that on September 24th, 2013 was the, the first episode being aired. So yeah, just uh, 10 years ago yesterday, which is uh, always great to celebrate these anniversaries. I do that all the time on the podcast. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think was a really awesome show. I think very underrated. I mean, it was kind of unfortunate that it wasn't perceived as being as good as the MCU. In fact, there's still constant debates as to technically whether or not it is canon. Uh, There is some things that happen that are against the canon of the MCU, but at the same time with multiversal stuff you can make the argument that technically everything is canon <laughs> it just takes place yeah. in a different <laughs> universe but uh uh what were some of the aspects of agents of shield that you enjoyed the most um and i really remember like the early episodes like they they were getting um killed online they weren't that good and then 
once it started to get good with uh, when they introduced Deathlock, um, that's when I really got hooked on it. Uh, just a lot of the like different cameos of like more the more obscure uh, Marvel characters that was really awesome. Um, and then the whole tie-in once uh, Captain America happened and everything had changed and Shield fell, uh, that was just really good television. And the second season was just phenomenal. Um, and then they started the Inhumans, and fortunately, Inhumans flopped in the MCU. But uh, yeah, the, the, the different storylines they just came up were just really good. And then the fourth season, when they had three different storylines in the whole season, um, they had like the the LMD. And I was and I was thinking about that the storyline when I was watching Secret Invasion. It's just like there is no tension whatsoever in Secret Invasion, but in the LMD still relying on Agents of Shield, there was like tons of tons of tension. And I was that's what Agents um, Secret Invasion was missing, just the tension that that show had. Um, and then of course they had the the fifth season um, where they were in space in the future. They're in the future, right? In season five, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they had uh, they finally brought back storylines from the first season. That's also when they contradicted the, the MCU a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then and then they canceled it, and then they came back, and then it was still good. <laughs> yeah. But enjoyed the two last seasons too, even though Coulson was dead. Um, they brought him back, and I think I thought Cool invented ways. Mm-hmm. And then it ended up and it ended like one of the one of the better uh, finales I've ever seen on television. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I to- totally agree. And then uh, it, it was cool that the episode stayed fresh throughout uh, the whole series run. Like, you know, you'd have great episodes like uh, uh, I-, I really loved intru- when they introduced uh, Deke. And then, you know, spoilers for anybody who hasn't seen Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., we find out in the 100th episode that he's the the future grandson of uh, Fitz and Simmons. And actually, just seeing the whole relationship develop between Fitz and Simmons was really great, too. But uh, when Deke got his own star- starring episode where he's in the uh, 80s, and yeah. oh, that was so funny. I loved it. That was a good one. So, yeah, and then and Mac, yeah, so his, his dynamic with Mac. So all the new characters that they introduced, and then... Uh, you know, it's cool. You talked about tension. It was like there would be things that would happen that would get you talking. It's like, oh, this is really cool that they're doing this. Like, for instance, uh, the the mid mid season cliffhanger for season two, where again, spoilers. Uh, one of the lead characters, um, uh, Quake. Yeah, Quake. I mean, yeah, she 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 gets her powers, and it's finally revealed. Hey, so this character Sky that we've created for the show, we're actually going to use an an existing comic book character, Daisy Johnson, aka Quake. Who has quake powers and then uh i forget his name uh the yeah, trip trip thank you thank you i was trying to draw a blake on trip's name and then trip died and alice and i were yeah. so upset because we loved yeah, trip he was so a good much. character and i was, I was sad yeah. he died he was so, just so, down there trying to help her and died yeah so so i apologize for i got i forget forgetting his name i actually really like that character <laughs> but then as you mentioned they did like the whole framework story arc in season four so they were able to bring him back and then bring back ward as well and the yeah. whole portrayal of ward back going back to the first season like you said i thought was just fantastic just really cool tension building so if you can get through those first episodes uh yeah which i admit were kind of slow season one really starts to pick up when it gets to that point where it's like tying into directly what's happening with Captain America, the winter soldier. So uh, for those who haven't seen agents of shield, I definitely recommend checking it out. You can catch the whole series on Disney plus 
and yeah, start from the very beginning and just sit in for a cool ride because I think it's actually better than, than some of the Disney plus shows that Marvel has done. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> it's unfortunately true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you have anything else with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that you wanted to bring up? Um, you know, then, then they had the, the they were going to do a spinoff with uh, Mockingbird and um, I forget the guy's name. Her husband. Oh, Hunter, Hunter. Yeah, Bobby and Hunter. Yeah, that, that didn't happen. Um, yeah, I remember saying when they were announcing that, it's like, no, just leave him on the show. <laughs> yeah, it didn't seem like that was going to be a good idea. And, and fortunately, they left him alone. So that was good. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, and like some of the villains that they had, um, Lash, uh, the Hive, um, Taba, Talbert, yeah, uh, Gabatron. Mm-hmm. Really they, they did a really good job of villains. I mean, like a lot of the things with the MCU shows, they always have weak villains, mm-hmm. and they, they had they nailed them in, in the series. Which... Oh, absolutely, yeah. And then uh, uh, Bill Paxton's villain in the first season, yeah, like he was oh, yeah, really yeah. cool too. Like so. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah, I, I definitely can't speak highly of, highly enough of the show. I think it was really, really fun and really cool. Yeah. Wish it I, I don't think it's canon, but I wish it could have been. Yeah, me too. I mean, because again, I, I was disappointed and sad when I heard that Colson was gonna die in the Avengers. And you know, I still blame Kevin and Bean because they spoiled it on the Kevin and Bean show the day <laughs> the movie came out. I was so mad, but <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so it was cool that even though like technically I guess it's not canon, but they were able to bring back uh, Clark Gregg to play Phil Coulson and uh, put a cool team around him. Even though like the thought was like, okay, this is kind of be like you know the B squad. It's like not going to be as cool as the MCU. And in yeah. some cases it wasn't, but I mean I thought it was for the most part for what it was, it was a cool show. So yeah, definitely awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, are there other recent more inter- uh, more recent entertainment shows or, or movies that you've been enjoying like in the last like year or so? Um, I got into the, the boys. Have you seen that one? I've heard of it. No, but I haven't seen it myself. Yeah. It's, it's very violent. A lot of cursing. Um, there wasn't a lot of like sex in the first, well, there was, but there was, it was kind of like tame oh. uh, towards the end of the third season. It, it gets kind of raunchy. Oh. <laughs> they, have a, they have a spinoff series coming out this week. Uh, Gen V. It's about a bunch of superheroes in college and like they're trying to they're trying not to become like on the, the main team so oh, okay. that i'm looking forward to watching um do you uh end up watching a lot of stuff on apple tv plus uh not so much no so we do have the subscription i mean mostly i use it to watch mls games i mean uh i ended up watching uh last night's galaxy game which ran really late because there was like bad weather in austin so it, it didn't start until like uh like 9:30 our time uh but yeah mostly just for for uh, uh for MLS games and then for Ted Lasso okay so um like Trish and I have been on a uh, on a who done it murder mystery kick lately so they have a show called the after party on it okay and so uh the, it's it just finished up the second season uh so just give you a quick window of the presence the first season was takes place uh at a high school reunions after party mm-hmm. uh, where like this big loser in high school, he comes back and he's like, uh, he becomes like Eminem or something like that. Mm-hmm. He throws a big after party after the high school reunion and he ends up getting murdered. Uh, so it's, uh, every, each episode is someone else telling their story in a different style of like, uh, of cinema. So like the first person's he's, his story is told like, uh, 
like a rom-com. Uh, someone else tells their story. It's kind of like an action movie. It's told in like a style of an action movie and so forth. And that was, that was really good. And it, it, I had uh, Ben Schwartz is the only one that I, I, I knew beforehand. Uh, but it stars, I can't think of his name, but he was in Ted Lasso. He was uh, the, the Nigerian prince that was starting trying to start the Nigeria team. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, he's the star of it. Um, and then a Tiffany Haddish is the, the cop that's investigating. Oh, okay. She actually does a really good job. Um, and even better in the second season. Second season has um, um, Ken Jeong and John Cho in it. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so that, that was fun to watch those two. They're they're I like they're two of my favorite actors. Mm -hmm. So that, that was a good show. Uh, just trying to guess, like after each episode, we talk. Me and Trisha will just talk about who's who we thought it was. Uh, so it's kind of similar also to that of uh, Only Murders in the Building. Oh, okay, that's one out. That's one I watched. We watched that one. Yeah. So we've been watching that one. We're trying to figure out who's the murderer for this season. And then we just watched um, in the theaters. Uh, the a haunting in Venice. Oh, I'm not familiar with that one. No. Yeah, it's um, it's based on an Ag Agatha Christie book. It's like the third movie of the uh, Hercule Poirot uh, movie. So he he also starred in the uh, uh, Murder on the Orient Express and Death in the Nile. Oh, okay, okay. It's like the third one of that, and we're just it was it was fun. We saw it like on my birthday, and we were just trying to guess who the murderer was, and we were both wrong, but <laughs> we still had a fun time just trying to figure out like who did it. Oh, okay, very cool. That's, that's, that's good to hear. And uh, trying to think for for me, it hasn't really been anything like you know, like hidden gem type of show because most of the shows that Allison and I have been watching, I think, are well well known. So I mean, obviously, we've been watching Ahsoka, which Allison isn't into as much because I mean, I understand that it's co covering a lot of like deep lore Star Wars stuff. That if you hadn't yeah. watched the, the 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 Star Wars Rebels really? cartoon show, yeah. you're, you're probably not going to understand. Uh, so I'm going to save Ahsoka for another episode, probably with Nick Fernando and Chris Parson. But uh, yeah, Ahsoka has been awesome. I've absolutely loved it. Uh, and then. Uh, other shows. So only only murders in the building. Yeah, we watched that one. Um uh, trying to think any nothing else really right now that we're watching as far as like new shows, but um for for movies just this year. I mean, I I did a whole episode with Fernando and Claire talking about Across the Spider-Verse, which I absolutely wow. loved. And the Super Mario Brothers movie was really fun too, which I also did an episode about. So those would be the movies I probably would recommend. I mean, they're both animated movies, but <laughs> But yeah, yeah. Oh, those, yeah, those were really good ones. Um, so another show I've been watching, um, it just ended was uh, Foundation. It's on Apple TV Plus. Oh, okay. That's it. Could be a little controversial if you're if you get offended by unquote unquote woke stuff. It's, oh, okay. I guess it can, it can be a little bit that way, but I still enjoyed it. Okay. Thought the second season was really good, and then I also been watching uh, The Wheel of Time. Which is oh, that's the one. Yeah, we I, I put it on for Allison. She didn't like it. I think it was too dark and too like violent for her. Yeah. Uh, so I'll probably try and go back and rewatch it on my own time. But it's just kind of hard if we don't both like the show, then it, it doesn't always work to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching that one. That's another one that's like a lot of people don't like because they changed the book and then yeah, it's quote unquote. I guess they'll call it woke, but I still enjoy it. I like it. Uh -huh. They just had a really good episode last week, so. Oh, okay, very cool. Very cool. Uh, well, that's pretty much all the talking points that I had to bring up. Did you have anything else you wanted to discuss? Um, 
No, I don't. I think I, I ended up asking everything I wanted to. Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, so yeah, this is always entertaining and fun for me. So I hope people who are listening, if uh, I mean, again, on my, my show, we primarily talk about entertainment. So if you heard of a new show or a movie that you haven't seen or a video game, which I'd imagine mo- most probably aren't playing games, but if you are and, and you want to check out those games or it's always sunny in Philadelphia, watching the NFL, watching the Eagles play, uh, I hope this has been entertaining and fun for people listening. And if you discover something cool that you wanted to share with me, please let me know. Cause I'm always looking for, for new things for entertainment purposes, which I think is really fun and cool. Uh, well, if there's nothing else for tonight, Danny, I think we'll go ahead and, and wrap up, but, uh, but thank you for joining me. And again, sorry that it's taken me so long to uh, uh, have you back on the show, have you on the show as first time guest, which I'm hoping that I'll be able to have you on many times in the future because this podcast has been really cool and fun for me. No problem. Actually along the lines of uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, have you uh, listened to their podcast at all? I'm sorry, which one? Uh, it's always sunny podcast. Oh, the always sunny podcast. Yeah, I do. I, I listen to theirs. It's actually been pretty entertaining and fun. All right, I have to start checking that one out. I haven't checked anything out yet, but start listening to it. Yeah, it's always cool to get their their take on it, and you know, it's it's run by the three guys: so Charlie Day, Glenn Howerton, How Howerton, Howerton. I think yeah. I apologize for for uh, for Dennis for mispronouncing your name, and then Rob McElhenney, and then they they've actually brought Sweet Dion a couple of times. So Kayla Nolson, so uh, uh, Rob's wife, which is pretty cool, uh, a couple of times, and and they still treat her the same way like they do on the show, which is kind of funny. <laughs> But all for comedy purposes. Uh, I, I don't know if they gotten Danny DeVito on the show. So I'd have to go back and re-listen to some of the episodes. I've missed some of the recent ones. But that, that's definitely a, a fun podcast to listen to if you like the show. All right. We'll definitely check that out. Awesome. Okay. Well, there's nothing else for tonight. We'll go ahead and wrap up. But again, thank you, Danny. And thank you to all the listeners. And uh, you've been listening to the, the Caffeine for Fun podcast. 